1: You're listening to a Mamma Mia podcast. Mamma Mia acknowledges the traditional owners of the land we have recorded this podcast on, the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation. We pay our respects to their elders, past and present, and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander cultures.
0: From Mamma Mia, welcome to The Spill, your daily pop culture fix. I'm Melissa Mason.
1: And I'm Laura Brodnick. And Mel, we're having two very different weeks, because you've been on Glitzy at Fashion Week, and <laughs> I have yet to unpack my suitcase from my holiday. It's sitting in my front hall and I just keep tripping over it, but I can't bring myself to unpack
0: it, whereas you've been fabulous. I mean, would we call it fabulous? I couldn't find an umbrella to take. (laughs) And the only options I had was a Bunnings umbrella and this bizarre one that my sister got that has tiny dogs sitting in a car all around it. So I don't know. Are we being glitzy? I just don't know if Anna Wintour would have that problem. (laughs) (laughs) But look, first up, we've got some big entertainment news headlines of the day. We have Hilary Duff's Women's Health cover to talk about. We've got Jessie Williams from Grey's Anatomy with a very controversial viral moment on Twitter, and a Dawson's Creek star is pregnant. I have news. What's the hot gossip? I want more headlines.
1: So kicking things off today, multiple Oscar nominee. I had to say that, but also Dawson's Creek star, because fair enough. Michelle Williams has confirmed to Variety that she is pregnant with her third child with her husband, Thomas Kale. So in the profile piece, which is talking about her career, and there's lots of interesting stuff in there, but we've all latched onto this. She said, as the years go on, you sort of wonder what they might hold for you or not hold for you. It's exciting to discover that something you want again and again is available one more time, that good fortune is not lost on me or my family. So obviously, Michelle Williams has been very infamously private about her personal life for many years and has rarely shared details of her family in interviews. And obviously, a huge amount of this comes from the intense media scrutiny that came around Michelle after she welcomed her daughter, Matilda, who is now 16, which is crazy to think about, who she shared with Heath Ledger before his tragic death in 2008. So in December 2019, it was confirmed that Michelle was engaged to Thomas, who actually directed and produced the TV series Fossy Verdon. So that's the series that Michelle starred in and she won a swag of awards for. And soon after, Michelle welcomed her first son with Thomas, who she actually only confirmed in this variety article is named Heart, which is very cute. So the only other time Michelle has really spoken about her private life over the years was when she confirmed that she was marrying a musician called Phil Elverum in July of 2018, which she let that information slip in a big magazine article that she did, and it was the first time that she'd really talked about her personal life and falling in love, but sadly the couple divorced in April of 2019. So we'll link the full variety piece in the show notes so you can
0: have a read of Michelle's words. Na, 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 na. Grey's Anatomy star Jesse Williams has gone viral after a video of his full frontal nudity in Broadway show Take Me Out started circulating on Twitter this week. Although phones were required to remain locked during the performance out of respect and support for the actors, some audience members took secret footage. Jesse actually appeared on Watch What Happens Live with Andy Cohen and talked about his feelings of insecurity around doing nude scenes, and said that his way of dealing with it was to remind himself that quote it's a body. Once you see it, you realize it's whatever. It's a body." I just have to make it not that big a deal. So Laura, people were saying that this was a reaction to the leak, but it's actually not. That was actually filmed way prior right. to this leak of this footage. And after the leak happened, there was a different statement that was released by Second Stage Theatre after the leak. And that says, quote, we are appalled that this policy has been violated and unauthorized footage of our acting company has been posted. Taking naked pictures of anyone without their consent is highly objectionable and can have severe legal consequences. Posting it on the internet is a gross and unacceptable violation of trust between the actor and audience forged in the theater community. I think when this started, I was like, woo, Jesse Williams (laughs) (laughs) nude. But As it unfolded and I realised that, oh, this isn't like a theatre where you're freely allowed to take footage of the actors, in which case, you know, potentially that would be fine because if he knew that people were going to take footage of him nude, I would feel less uncomfortable about seeing it do you know what I mean?
1: Yeah, there's been quite a wild ride of a build-up to these photos coming out. Mm. So first of all, there was all that hype around him being in this play. And as much as like some people were trying to say like, oh, he's just an amazing actor. I can't wait to see him push himself. It was all to do with the naked scenes because as yeah. a society, we're all quite childish. Yeah. And so there was a lot of build-up around that. And I remember listening to Ellen Pompeo's podcast with Kate Walsh. So they were all on Grey's Anatomy mm-hmm. together. Mm-hmm. And even they were laughing about the play. Like Ellen was saying to Kate, while you're here, are you going to go see Jesse's play, he's naked, and Kate was like, oh, I don't think I can, and then Ellen was saying like, oh, Jesse's a brother to me, I would just start laughing, I'm going to have to like sneak in, so it was all like this kind of like fun frivolity around it, and then yesterday when these pictures started coming out, because a lot of the Mummy editorial team were all in the office, and we started seeing it trending, like Mm. these pictures have been released was the first thing, and a video has been released, and so everyone started looking at that on Twitter, and then it came out that they'd been taken illegally, which obviously takes all the fun out of it because at first mm-hmm. they're promo shots you're like this is fine yeah there's obviously consent here we can all just have like a bit of a giggle over these cute photos but then when it came out that they'd been taken without consent and they were going across the internet part of me was like that's obviously like you're saying a completely immoral thing to do and how did this person sneak a photo and an artist who's being so vulnerable on stage yeah. to be in that position but then the reaction to it with a male versus female, I think is also really different because there's also this thing of like everyone congratulating him and everyone hyping him up, which doesn't take away from the terrible act of taking the photo. Mm. But the other thing is, is like if that had been a woman, it would have been a very different reaction. Like no one's going to slut shame Jesse Williams for this. He's just getting like a clap on the back and everyone saying, well done.
0: But also I guess I can't imagine anyone would be okay with people circulating like a nude female actress on stage oh, from yeah, a play absolutely. either. Oh my gosh, it's so much to unpack. Firstly, I think there's a big difference between being comfortable, like finding comfort and strength to get up on stage and do a nude scene in a protected theatre when mm. no one's going to take footage of you and just like splash it out everywhere. There is like that relationship between audience and actor. I think that's a very real thing. But I also do think that we sometimes... I do this thing where I'm like, oh, leaked male nudes, ha, ha, ha. Yeah, exactly. But really, what's the difference? Like if the person behind it was not okay with that going around, I don't think we can then lean on like, oh, it's fine because it's a guy and, you know, historical slut shaming from women. I think that in this kind of a case, it's just gross all round. Don't you know what I mean?
1: Like I said, it definitely took all the fun out of it once yeah. we knew it was a leaked photo without his consent. And we should also say that the play is about, it's all set in a locker room, I think, mm-hmm. pretty much the whole yeah. show. So that's why he is naked. So it is very much part of the story. Yeah, it's I'll not just re- like nothing. Yeah, exactly. It wasn't just there for shock value, yeah. which I mean, look, there's a place that in theatre as well. That's oh, like totally. a long tradition of that as well. But yeah, I'll be interested to see if Jesse makes a statement because I think these like preview shows or something, it hasn't fully opened yes. to the public yet. So I'll be interested if, as he kind of goes into his big opening, If he makes a statement about it or Mm. he's coming back to Grey's Anatomy, fans would know if he has to do press for that. I'm sure, like, this is going to be the one question that he now gets asked on every press circuit he does pretty much for the rest of the year. So, unfortunately for him, he's not going to be able to avoid talking about it. (laughs) So, Hilary Duff is the latest cover star for Women's Health and... She is naked on the cover. There's no other way. So many naked stories so today. So many naked That's exciting stories today. <laughs> for us. So Hillary has posted the cover to her own socials. It's been shared across the women's health socials. And the real message they're trying to put behind it is: this is Hillary Duff, a woman who we watched grow up on screen. She's now a mother of three, and she's trying to kind of be very empowered with choosing to do this cover. So the actual name of the accompanying interview within the magazine is called "Hillary Duff is Seeing the Light," and a tagline reads. The actress spent years trying to live up to Hollywood standards. Now she's focused on what makes her feel happy and whole and content on the inside. So, along with the naked pictures, which we should say are magazine naked pictures, so yes. they're very like you can't see anything. She's Glowy, com- yeah, exactly. oh yeah. They're not like full frontal nudes. Like no, she's no, no, covering no. her no, nipples. No, no. Everything's covered. You're only seeing like a little hint of nakedness. But it's interesting at the beginning of the article, they're really trying to lean into her being like, you know, a busy working mom, a woman who's been through a lot of things in Hollywood. And the first thing they start talking about is her role in Lizzie McGuire which I thought was like an interesting choice to go with what's a series of naked photos and they were saying that she very much grew up as an every girl and the reason that the Lizzie McGuire reboot tanked was because Hillary wanted to make her a really adult character and I'm thinking now that Disney has seen this naked cover like we're just never getting that Lizzie McGuire reboot which is sad but also I
0: think it's good that she took that stand because I think it would be ridiculous to assume that Lizzie McGuire in her 30s was going to be, like, G-rated. Like, that's not reality. Yeah,
1: exactly. So I love that there's these quotes from Hilary Duff, who I actually do really like. Next to these naked photos, and she's saying, "Look, Lizzie McGuire didn't need to be doing bong rips and having one night stands all the time, <laughs> but can she? Which is, I mean, I would love to see that show. <laughs> Disney, please release the rights." And let Lizzie this goes happen. wild. She didn't need to be doing bong rips and having one night stands, but it had to be authentic. And I think they got spooked. Mm. So unfortunately, I think that is the final nail in the coffin of the Lizzie McGuire reboot. But then they kind of also get into why Hillary had to change her body over the last year. And and what led to her choosing to be naked on this cover. So they talk about her being on How I Met Your Father, which, side note, I really hyped up on this podcast mm. when it first came out, but it went downhill. Oh, it's no. so shit. Sorry, Hillary and everyone involved, but. <laughs> but so we <laughs> hate it. I just, I really spruiked it because I loved the first episode. Right. And I thought this is going to be such a cute little comfort show and I love Hillary and it just went You're down. like
0: dying on this hill and then you I know. You're just now left I have there. to, like,
1: that's my <laughs> retraction. I've been meaning to issue it. No one climbed that hill with you. <laughs> So they talk about her signing on to Hi, I Met Your Father and that, say, in her eighth month of pregnancy, she then had four and a half months to get ready for Sophie, which is her character's short skirts. And they go on to say, it's a tricky thing in Hollywood for a woman to separate the idea of health from her appearance, which Mm -hmm. I thought was really interesting. So Hillary says, because of my career path, I couldn't help but be like... I am on camera and actresses are skinny. And then she goes on to say that she had a year-long eating disorder at the age of 17 that she calls horrifying and that she had this idea that to get ready for How I Met Your Father, she had to really lose weight and really morph her body into being something else because even though there's this whole like body positivity movement Mm. in her head and probably what she was hearing from the network was like, actresses are skinny. If you're leading this show, then you have to be skinny.
0: Yeah, right. And she
1: goes on to say, I'm proud of my body. I'm proud that it's produced three children for me. I've gotten to a place of being peaceful with changes my body has gone through. And this is an interesting part because a lot of times when women do these naked covers, like Hillary's never done one before I don't think but a lot mm. of time when actresses do these covers they kind of say like I just wanted to show my body off and be naked. But she definitely says in there, I also want people to know a makeup artist was there putting a glow all over my body and someone put me in the most flattering position. Uh, do you know what is
0: complicated for me? Yes. yeah. Yep is that I love this for Hillary. I feel like there seems like the genuine sentiment behind it from her to do something for herself that she wouldn't be comfortable with doing because she's obviously had a lot of like body image issues relating to Hollywood all these years. So I think for her to go on a cover naked even with the you know the gloss and the angles, I think that's probably a big thing for her. However, When I first saw this, and I do think that we have to talk about the cover separate to the story to some degree because people see the cover all over Instagram. They're not seeing the story immediately. They're seeing this cover. I was like, oh, really? It's 2022 and we're still trying to angle a person who has a very accepted body shape, a very accepted look socially as empowered and, like, new and bold and, like, amazing. Like, the comments on Women's Health's Instagram were really it for me. One person wrote, and this just summed it up, this is the Hollywood standard body, skin, and hair. Exactly. And it is. This is the thing. Is like as much as for her as an individual person, as a woman, this may genuinely have been quite a big step. What is this doing for women, like, widely? Yeah, exactly. Like, we have so many celebrities coming through now who are really championing, you know, their body as it is. So... I feel like what really would have made a statement is to pick somebody to put on the cover. Pick someone sporty, pick someone with a body type that isn't what we're always used to seeing naked on the front of a cover is I guess where I'm sitting here.
1: Yeah, I had a really similar reaction when I first saw it when the cover came out late last night and my first thought was like, oh, just this feels like this retro throwback yeah. to always linking empowerment with nudity but only nudity if your body fits the Hollywood yes. ideal like you're saying. Like that's a very old school thing when celebrities like Jennifer Aniston and other celebrities have done it where you see like kind of not fully naked but just like a sliver of a naked body. Mm. And it's always linked with a headline about them coming into their self and being empowered. But it's always linked to looking a perfect certain way. And that's meant to be the success side of it. And she also talks so much in the article about what she went through to get her body ready for this magazine cover, which I guess is like nice to be transparent. But it's like, you're saying this is so empowering. You're seeing the light and you're lifting a weight off your shoulders. But what you've really been doing is stressing yourself out for months and months and to look perfect for this cover, training multiple times a day with the idea that I'm going to be on this cover, I have to look perfect, I have to look thin, I have to look toned. And obviously, she's allowed to do whatever she wants with her body. But then why link that to empowerment when really it was like preparing for a movie role where you had to kind of change yourself into something else to be accepted. And it kind of made me just think about like the whole – conversation that happens around women like Emily Ratajkowski who mm. often does pose naked or do these really glamorous photo shoots and she always says like this is empowering this is for women I'm doing this for other women and I always think to myself like I know we're not supposed to say this but that's just not true yeah. you're doing it for you and yeah. yes maybe you feel like you're taking your power back because other people have made so oh, totally. much money off your body and other people own your images. But uh, I've got a real issue with empowerment being stamped on everything and feminism being stamped on everything because as soon as you put those two labels on, then it makes it hard for us to critique it because then it looks like we're tearing women down where the whole empowerment movement, the whole feminism movement and body positivity movement have all now been taken to try and prop up these celebrities because they know that they
0: can't use the crutches that they used
1: to use. It's just a really complicated mess.
0: Also, that's so not realistic for most women. I haven't even got kids. I mean, if I was on that cover, it would be cellulite yeah, exactly. sticky, <laughs> you <Yeah. laughs> know, and it's like, that's fine and that's great, but I want to see that. That would be empowering for me as exactly. a woman.
1: And the thing is, I almost feel like controversial, but the naked cover has done Hillary in this case a little bit of a disservice because yes. her quotes are quite it's interesting so good. and her idea of saying that, you know, when we prep our bodies for work, we work out, we get fake tan, we get an eyelash lift, but like I was trying to prep my mind and not miss therapy, which I ended up doing for for this role and talking about what she's been through in Hollywood is also interesting. But it's all kind of now being pushed aside because mm. now there's this huge debate over this naked cover and the idea of putting empowerment on it. And there's also that idea at the moment that there's another big story everyone's talking about at the moment about naked celebrity photos and that's Britney Spears posting naked photos to her Instagram account, which, again, is like something that she's chosen to do. Mm. But now everyone's calling those out for mental health or like saying Instagram should take her account down and I think what is the huge difference to her choosing to post those on her own Instagram account and then this naked cover by Hilary Duff which a lot of people are praising and I think it's just because we accept naked empowerment if it's very curated and, like, very, like, beautifully done like Hillary. Mm. but if you're just posting it to your account like Britney and you can tell that her photos aren't professionally taken or aren't professionally lit and no one's done body makeup on her, that those are being called trashy and a cry for help. I just think as much as, like, we think this is empowering, for me it's just showing that there's still this double standard and that it's all about perfection and non-empowerment.
0: So if you'd like to have a read of that article, just check out the show notes on this episode. Well, as always, thank you so much for listening to The Spill today. This episode of The Spill was produced by Laura Brodnick and Gia Moylan with audio production by Rhiannon Mooney. We'll see you at mamamia.com.au.
1: Bye. Bye. This podcast was made by Mamma Mia, the only women's media company in Australia. If you want to support women's media, we'd love it if you became a Mamma Mia subscriber. There's a link in the show notes.